Welcome to the Dr. Living Good Podcast, which exists to equip you with real health solutions to make health simple. I'm a huge user of fasting, really love the autophagy and the cleaning out process that it brings. I think you should try it, but the question I get, number one, when it comes to fasting, what can I drink? What can I consume at all if I'm fasting? I know it seems a little counterintuitive, but if you've ever fasted intermittent, rotational, or anything of that nature, I'm gonna break down what you can and can't drink right here in this video. There are four different types of fasting that we really wanna look at. Number one is water fast. This is gonna get you to that spot where your body is not taking in any other raw materials from the outside, so it is forced to clean up and recycle any fragments of any kind of microbe, excess food, excess fat inside of your body to produce the raw materials that your body needs that day to make new cells, to make new uh, parts of your organs, to heal you. So it's forced into cleanup mode, which makes water fasting really superior and really efficient. Now, the second type of fasting there is, it's called dirty fasting. Now, it's not a negative one, but dirty fasting might allow you to put in a little bit of fat or put in uh, different drinks into the dirty fast, knowing that fat itself and even protein really doesn't spike insulin levels. So those of you trying to stay in that massive fat burning, uh, appetite suppression mode, you could go a little dirty with it. And I do some dirty fasting sometimes. I'll show you what I mean in a moment. Fat fasting is allowing yourself to have those fats, to have good MCT oils, coconut oils, broths, things of that nature that aren't spiking the insulin levels. You're getting away with just having fat in, you're keeping insulin down, but you are taking in some calories. And then finally, there's just a low cal calorie fasting, which research out of USC shows that if you go under 200 calories a day and you do that for three days, now the duration really matters. If you do that for three days, you are reaching cleanup mode that water fasting gets you in very quickly. So low calories still has a ton of benefit. All of them do. The superior, really strict, nothing else but water, I get it. But for the rest of us humans that wanna know, can I drink anything? I'm just trying to lose weight, I'm trying to optimize, I'm trying to reduce my consumption, I'm trying to help my liver, I'm trying to clean up my system. Can I still just drink a little bit because I'm on such a good track and I don't wanna be penalized and suffer so much, but I can do this fasting thing as long as you don't take away some of my favorite drinks. Here we go. So let's look at some of your favorite drinks and decide which ones you can absolutely have in which type of fast that you're doing. Out of the gates is coffee. Coffee has actually been shown to help control your insulin levels. It has been shown to actually suppress appetites. And some studies even show that coffee helps you to get into autophagy, that cleanup mode. Hardcore water fasting obviously is gonna exclude that, but every other form of dirty fat or low calorie fasting can include coffee. Now the key there is making sure that is either shade grown or organic. What this is gonna do is eliminate the molds and the pesticides that come with many conventional forms of coffee. So just make sure it's quality coffee. Otherwise, all this fasting you're doing to try to get healthy, you're just putting in chemicals and it's kind of counteracting it. But I like to have coffee. Tea is also in that same boat, can be very herbal, can be very anti-inflammatory, and cannot disrupt that process of fasting. So for these three types, coffee's good to go. That leads me into the second one of collagen, oftentimes found in the powdered form. Collagen's actually been shown in some studies to stabilize blood sugar levels, and it helps in that insulin, resi insulin resistance state. So adding in a collagen, it's a pure source of protein, so you're not spiking your insulin levels nearly as much 
and it doesn't have the sugar spike like you would see with a whey protein, which is gonna be more made from lactose, O-S-E, means sugar at the end of the word. So adding collagen, I actually do a collagen coffee where I'll just do a scoop of collagen into my coffee. So now I have this tasty breakfast in the morning that keeps me, it's a little bit of a dirty fast, but it keeps me in that fasting mode a lot longer. It's not spiking my insulin levels, which is mostly what I'm going for in the fasting state. Although if I wanted to go full on autophagy mode, again, I would go back up to water fasting. So powders, good. You can also do it in the broth form. Now you're starting to get the calorie intake a little bit higher, but very clean and broth is excellent at reducing your hunger. It also adds in a lot of electrolytes. So when you do start fasting, you're going to lower your insulin, you're going to lower your blood sugar level, and that starts to throw in balances with the water balance in your body, which may cause cramping or palpitations. You wanna add some electrolytes back in. You can either do that through an electrolyte powder, which we're gonna talk about next, or you can do some broth. Now that's gonna be some dirty fasting. It also might contain just a little bit of fat, so you're kind of getting fat fasting in there. However, that's another excellent choice, warm broth. A lot of fasting experts will allow you to get away with broth because of its nutrient content and the benefits it has for repairing your gut while you fast. Number four are powders, greens powders, electrolytes powders. Again, we already talked about collagen powders. So powders in general, you just wanna be careful of that they're not made from a dairy source, which is gonna spike your insulin levels. That's why I really like collagen. If you're gonna have an electrolyte powder, make sure there's no actual sugars, no cane sugar, no um, uh, straight up sugar, high fructose corn syrup, anything of that nature. We don't want those sugars going in. We don't want artificial sugars going in like sucralose or ACE-K. So we wanna make sure it's a clean source, monk fruit, stevia, these are the ones I try to stick with that aren't going to spike the insulin levels. So now you're really getting down into this dirty low calorie or fat fasting. So it's usually dirty or low cal if you're adding in a powder. I like to put in electrolyte powders while I'm fasting because of the fact that you're losing all that blood sugar, you're losing all that insulin. That's what helps keeps you from getting the cramping, keeps you from getting a lot of the hunger pains or the palpitations going on. So I like greens powder, I like the electrolytes powder. The ones that I use, the greens powder and the electrolyte powder, as well as the collagen are actually linked below. And this is a lot of times my breakfast. So I don't buy breakfast food. I'm either having coffee with some collagen in it or I'm having uh, my greens just straight up in water, or I'm having my electrolyte powder in the afternoon to get other liquids in. If I can do that, it seems like it suppresses my hunger. I don't really care that much about food. And I stay in fasting mode. I curb my consumption and I like the results of that. So I'm okay going a little dirty. Now, with the coffee, you can simply add, right, coffee and collagen, and then actually add in some butter and some coconut oil and that mixture right there scoop of collagen, which is sweetened with monk fruit, butter and coconut oil is a fantastic filling breakfast with electrolytes, healthy fats. It's not spiking insulin levels. It tastes good. It's like a latte, kind of suffices that little craving in the morning. If I have that, I can easily last until noon. So that's really what we're focusing on when we do fat fasting. We're getting a little bit of fat in. Later in the day, you may add in some broth. That's a true fat fast. The dirty fastings, maybe adding in some powders, maybe some of these drinks, right? Now let's move into low calorie fasting. The USC study that showed that keeping your calories under 200 calories a day for three days 
put you into a regenerative mode, bolstered your immune system, and went into cleaning up bad microbes, viruses, and other immune invaders inside of your system. So I still really like this one, and the easiest way to do it is actually just by juicing. And so uh, with the greens powder that I use, you're only getting you know, 20, 30 calories per scoop. So you could literally just drink that juice powder all day. There's also um, juices like by Suja, which is Uber Greens. Uh, that's a juice you can buy that only has 20, 30, 40, 50 calories in it. And you're looking for those really low calorie juices. Now they taste terrible, but when you add a scoop of greens powder in that's sweetened with monk fruit, it makes it taste a lot better. There's a lot of mornings that I'll do this along with my fat fasting. So I'm kind of a combo of getting some calories in, but I'm still staying really low in the mornings. So I don't spike my insulin levels. I stay in fat burning mode a lot longer. That's the intention of a lot of this. So low calorie juicing, very green juice, stay away from fruit juices. Usually this is vegetable juice and it can be used for low cal. You can drink that all day long. And if you do it for three days, there's a massive boost to your immune system. Finally, diet drinks. I mean, they're low calorie, they add flavor, they add taste, but they also add a ton of chemicals and they contain neurotoxins that excite your brain cells to death. They also put on more weight. So although they seem like a good option, let's stay away from the diet drinks. That also goes for the diet flavored waters and water flavorings. Uh, so you wanna make sure you're identifying the ingredients here in those. Stick with your coffees and teas, your collagen, collagen powders and broths, your powders of electrolyte powders and greens powders and vegetable juices. And you're gonna stay in that realm of low calorie, little bit of fats, little bit of variation of what you're drinking or straight up water fasting. That's the breakdown of the different types of fasts and the drinks that are approved during it. Depends on your level, but most of these are a go when it comes to fasting for me. And if you wanna learn how to not plateau and really implement fasting, the key is rotational fasting. And I made an entire training and workbook and guide for it, and I put the video for you right here. Hey, it's Dr. Living It here. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me to please leave a positive rating and a review. That way we can continue to get this message out to help people all over the world experience real health. See you next time.